Bonsoir. Good evening, everyone. Thank you for being here for this conversation about l'amour, love. So let's take a second to breathe in and breathe out together just to relax and separate what we were doing before this call from the time we're going to spend together on this call. I'll always inevitably end up teaching you a little bit of French if you don't speak French yet, even on these uh, you know, more lifestyle-focused calls together. So the way that we say, or that I'll say breathe in is we breathe in, on inspire, and then breathe out. Or I like to say we breathe out, on expire. So let's do that together. On inspire. On expire. On inspire. Et on expire. Et une dernière fois, and one last time. On inspire. Et on expire. It always feels so nice to do that. The simple things in life that are so wonderful. It especially feels nice to do it in French. Tonight's topic, l'amour. So I'm going to talk about uh, what uh, new perspectives that I have on love after having lived in, in Paris for a few years. I'm also going to break down the difference between dating in America and dating in France um, because they're very different. It's something that I see people talk about a bit online, and so I wanted to get involved in the conversation and share my perspective um, because, I mean, it's, 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 it touches on um, something that actually I've, I talked about uh, Recently, when I talked about uh, self-confidence and, and what living in France has taught me, what French culture, rather, what French culture vis-a-vis -vis living in France has taught me about self-confidence and how my perspective has changed about self-confidence. And, and if you were on that call or you heard that recording, then you'll remember that, um, you know, I shared that for me, self-confidence is more and more about knowing what I want. So... Dating in America, it's very funny because uh, I've talked with many French people about this who have lived in the States, and they, they cannot understand what dating is. So at first I thought, oh, they, they, they just don't understand. Fair enough. It's a different culture. And I would explain, you know, it's when you're starting to get to know someone and, and you're you know, you know, you go on a, a couple of dates and, you know, you're probably dating other people. And that's where they'd always say, that's what I don't understand. Why are you dating? Why are you guys dating other people? Well, you know, if you've only been to dinner with someone a couple of times, or, you know, maybe, I don't know, you've only been hanging out with them for a month, but you haven't, you know, explicitly said to one another that you're only with each other, you know, Again, I always like to say in these calls, of course, I'm generalizing a bit because this is based on my experience, but every French person that I've talked to about this thinks that this is the craziest thing 
ever. Their response is, but if you like someone and you really like them and you're, you continue to see them in your free time and you're waking up next to them, why are you doing that with other people? Why would you do that? So it's interesting because what I just said might give you the impression that French people are either in a relationship or not. This is not true. French people in general tend to be, um, you know, one of the things that they're great about communicating about is what they want and don't want, right? Um, in, in the States, we tend to be a lot more open with certain other issues, whereas the French are less open. But when it, when it comes to this issue I'm talking about tonight, they tend to be much more direct and much more communicative. So if a French person, you know, likes you, but, but really doesn't see it being a love relationship or, you know, see you maybe, you know, building a life together or, you know, to have like projet projects, as we say together, um, but that, you know, out of respect, typically, and, you know, out of genuine, genuine appreciation for you, they might say that, but they'll say also like, you know, but I would like to keep sleeping with you. We can still sleep together, um, which is really honest when you think about it and very respectful. If a French person is definitely seeing a, or feeling a love story begin with you, uh, you won't, I mean, you won't, there won't be any room for question because they will make a very clear effort to spend as much time with they with you as they can. And, and I mean, you'll just, you'll just know. I've heard so many funny conversations. One conversation that comes to my mind is a friend of mine, uh, here who's French and he was dating an American woman, um, a young American woman a while ago. Um, they dated for a couple of months. They moved in. Um, and, and he realized at some point, I guess this was just before they moved in together, that there were, they'd been dating for a few months, but that there was some ambiguity that she actually didn't really realize that he was her boyfriend and so then they had a conversation about it but it was funny when my French friend told me the story because he said in my mind it was just insane to me that she didn't realize that I was her boyfriend but you know then and she was so happy and so relieved but you know we hadn't had the conversation um you know and and I've had my own experiences with that you know the famous, this existence of like the conversation in American culture, whereas here it's just, it's really nice actually. You can just relax because if you just, and by the way, what I'm about to say I think is pretty much true no matter where you live, but much easier said than done. If you let the person show you how they feel about you, like really, if you don't fill in the blanks with your own imagination and your own hopes, I mean, usually you can just relax and you can tell where the relationship's going. And that's certainly true here because they don't have this, you know, infamous, infamous conversation. So I've talked about, you know, dating American style a lot with my French friends, trying to explain to them what it is. Now, when I was dating, I think it's fair to share where I've dated because this will also set, you know, the, the, uh, landscape for where I'm coming from. 
So in my life, the, the places that I've been single the most are uh, New York, were New York and Los Angeles. So those two cities are sort of infamous for um, being really interesting places to, to date. So that said, um, throughout these conversations with my French friends, I was able to come to a realization that dating, dating in the sense of dating multiple people, we might think that, you know, it's playing the field and we're trying to meet people. But when you think about the amount of time you're spending and the energy that you're giving away, dating is kind of a defense mechanism. And I started to understand it this way, dating multiple people rather, uh, the longer that I lived in France. Now, this is not a public service announcement against dating. Obviously, this is how we get to know people. Um, but what I'm talking about specifically right now is dating multiple people. This, uh, you know, for a significant amount of time, for an, um, let's say an important amount of t- <laughs> important. That's how we'd say significant in French. An important amount of time, an important amount of time. Um, because I started to see, I started to watch, I started to, you know, replay the movie in my mind of me dating in, in New York and me dating in LA um, against, you know, um, you know, Carrie Ann, you know, when I, Carrie Ann falling in love and, and, you know, living here. And, and it was really interesting because I started to become really clear on the fact that Dating multiple people is, is well, for me anyway, at a certain point, um, it was a real waste of my energy because um, it was a smart way that said to make sure that, you know, if one thing didn't work out with one person, um, you know, that I still had options. But, and it sounds awful to explain it that way, but, I, but that's how the French see American dating. They see it as sort of as really disrespectful just because, you might not be in love with the person or think that there's going to be a love story. It doesn't mean that you have to be like sleeping around, but that said, you know, it's also because they don't understand that it's, it's also part of our culture. It's sort of a courtship. So, you know, I'm not having this, I'm not here having this conversation with you to judge either point of view, but I think it's really fascinating and I think it's a lovely opportunity to just have a new perspective for, you know, as we watch our own behavior, as we're out there looking for our partner. And I'll talk more about, you know, French perspectives on actual relationships in a minute. But, you know, um, if you're someone who's, you know, looking to meet someone, if you're dating, if you're in the early stages of meeting someone, I just think it's a really... I think it's it's always good to try to adopt a new perspective and check in with yourself and ask yourself, you know, why you're doing what you're doing. Um, you know, if you're someone who is dating multiple people, and I'm not judging, I have been there. You know, are you doing it because you're afraid that that, per- that one person that you really want to be with might not want to be with you? Or are you doing it because you think that that person you really want to be with is doing it too? I remember that from from my dating days, that's an awful feeling. That's a small feeling. Um, you know, I think that I, I really love the way the French do things because 
it's respectful and it's all in, you know, even the, now this is how, this is how Americans get swept off of their feet in a major way by French people, because it's this direct, full on love delivery that we are not that used to in the States. You know, people, you know, quote unquote, take their time to get to know each other. They take things slow to a French person. They're like, why would you do that? Like, why would you just know when you like the person? And if you like them, you, you just want to be with them. And if it feels good, you should keep doing it until it doesn't feel good. So what's interesting is French people, when they date, they're not hedging their bets, nor are they already sort of calculating how much time they might be with the person. So when remember when I said earlier, if they don't think it's going to be a love story, but they are really, they think you're fun and, you know, and like, the, you know, they, they love the, um, you know, sensuality, uh, you know, that you share, they'll be honest with you. But so that's, but, so I'm not saying that like, you know, they're not thinking, is this long-term or short-term either, but they're just sort of like really going with feeling with intuition. Like if there's that click, if there's that spark, uh, you know, for something, something deeper or not, they're not, you know, really thinking how long is this going to last? And I think that that's beautiful because they dive in. So they dive in and you know, they let themselves fall in love and share it. And it might last three weeks and it might last three years and it might last 30 years. I don't know, but it's just not a linear way of thinking. And it's much less fear-based. You know, I think that in the States a lot, we share our feelings. And this is so human. Again, I'm not judging. And I've been there, you know, we're afraid you know, it might not, our feelings might not be reciprocated. Uh, I know I hear they're pretty communicative. And I think it's also because, you know, I talked in the, um, in my uh, talk about being an entrepreneur last week about how time is really valued here. And I think that, you know, time is like, a, I called it the fifth element. And I think that I could, you know, I could add to that and I could say love is like the sixth element here. They have a lot of respect for love, for falling in love as a universal experience, as an experience that is exciting and beautiful and really hard if it ends. But it is, it's something that's universal and incredibly human and they have a really philosophical existentialist perspective on it. And I think that this allows them to just get excited about having a new love story and, and to be in a love story and to not be so uh, fearful about if it's going to end, when it's going to end. And, you know, just, just dive in and to certainly not, you know, be to be reacting so much to what the behavior of the other might be. That's what I've taken away from it. So it's this really beautiful opportunity to re-examine your reasons for looking for a partner, your reasons for spending the time with the person or the people that you're spending time with. And, um, you know, to remember that this is a universal experience it's a universal experience. Of course, like when something means a lot to us, we get nervous and we get afraid. But, um, 
you know, I'm giving you, I'm giving you permission to, to be French and be less afraid. I'm sure that they're afraid too, but I think that they're less afraid than uh, we are as Americans. So finding your person, finding your partner, how to do that? Well, what I've, what I've seen, I can tell you about how the French do it uh, versus how Americans do it. I feel like they seek a little bit less intently than we do. People definitely use dating, um, dating apps here. I mean, they meet through friends. I think that the ways in which people meet each other are pretty, uh, you know, the same in most parts, at least of the Western world today. Um, and in that sense, it's maybe a little bit hard to generalize about the United States because there are so many um, different cultures within the United States. Um, you know, people who are from a certain area might have a more, you know, relaxed. So basically what I'm about to talk about right now is that, um, you know, sometimes in France, um, just as in the United States, you know, people can get really hung up on meeting the right person from the right kind of family who went to the right school, who has the right job. And we have that in the United States. Absolutely. Too. Um, I think though in the United States, we're a little more relaxed today when it comes to those kinds of things. But that said, um, you know, uh, France, also has a very rich culture and each each region is so different and so many you know people who live here have lived all over the world so um you know as far as finding your person i don't i don't think that it it differs again i think that it's it's fairly fairly universal i have noticed here that there is much more of a sort of a traditional focus on um, on getting married and having children and having a family than in the United States. Um, you know, women here are getting married later, are definitely having children later. Um, but I see in, in here French women uh, feeling a lot more uh, pressure to get married and have children than their American counterparts do. And this is interesting, right? Because I, as Americans, we think a lot that, um, you know, we admire French women so much for being so free, so free in their confidence. Um, you know, and, and as I said, a couple of weeks ago, that confidence is, you know, really, really, really knowing what you want, but you know, none of us are, none of us at the end of the day, are free from societal pressures, no matter where we live in the world. Um, but there's something really beautiful in that more traditional aspect of, you know, that tradition of, you know, getting married and having family and, you know, having the country home and planning your retirement. And, you know, I'm, I'm sort of, I'm, I'm smiling as I say this because um, these are the things that, that I hear in conversation quite a bit here that I don't hear in conversation very much when I'm talking with women in the United States. And um, it's interesting, you know, but that said, again, of course, when, you know, it's not that surprising when you look at the cities 
that that I've lived in in the cities that um, that I go back to see friends in a lot. But this beautiful thing, there's an expression in French: uh, avoir to have des projets, literally some projects. But in French, projet, P-R-J-E-T, un projet is a project. It's it's when you talk about having un projet with someone. So if I say that in English, you know, I could say like, we have projects together. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't, it sounds like we go to high school together. But um, to do, to avoir des projets with someone in your personal life here, which, which would mean your partner, um, you know, means these things that you're building a life together. And that, and that really, really means something here, you know, whether you're married or not, if you're talking to someone about, you know, a relationship that you're in that you've been in for a while. Oh, vous avez des projets, yeah. on a des projets ensemble. It's like, you know, we're, we're really creating, really building a life together, co-creating a life together. And I always thought that that was just the most, the most beautiful phrase because it's, it's romantic, but it's also very grounded at the same time. And so to circle back a little bit about meeting your person, um, it's, it's really gotten me to thinking about, you know, well, who would, who would you want to have projects with? Who would you want to create with and where would that person be? And, you know, what would that person be doing? So that's a little bit more on the practical side. Um, I have to talk, I have to talk about romance. It's, I was smiling so big today. It was a beautiful, sunny day in Paris. And there were so many, you know, lovers or partners, you know, but people in love walking around holding hands. There was an adorable couple next to me where I had lunch, you know, they, um, he had his hand on her leg. She had her arm around him. There's people kissing in the streets. Love is in the air. Um, romance. I mean, first of all, Paris is just so romantic and beautiful. Anyway, romance in Paris is just next level because it's like being on a movie set. French people really, value romance and as I said earlier you know we can call love like the sixth element here it's something that's romantic love something that's greater than we are it's a universal experience it's something that you can't control when it comes into your life you hold it gently you know it's like that analogy of like the bird you can't like cup the bird in your hands or you'll suffocate it you hold it gently knowing that it's this gift that you have for this moment in your life again this moment might last 3 weeks 3 years 30 years it's this universal experience that flows into your life and the life of someone else and you get to share it together for however long you get to share it. So when people are in relationships here, I think that that's why you see so much physical, uh, um, you see so much, um, what's it, public, public displays 
of affection, PDA, in the streets. And that's also why I think people here don't gawk or care. You know, sometimes in America, I can feel like, oh, yeah, PDA, like TMI, guys, too much information. But here, you just sort of, I don't know, it's like, oh, they're in, they're in love. That's what people who are in love do. And I just think that it's really beautiful. And that, for example, is for me, part of why Valentine's Day is something between lovers. It's starting to happen here, unfortunately, I think unfortunately, where you you know you see Valentine's Day stuff sort of all over the place um, when it's that time of year. But typically, you don't, I mean, of course you see it because, you know, floral shops and, you know, candy shops. But I mean, um, you know, people... Um, like commercials and things like that, you know, normally the only people who say happy Valentine's day to one another are people in love. It's really something between uh, lovers. And I have a funny story about that. It was when I was 19 and when I was a student here and I had the most amazing piano teacher, the most elegant French woman I ever met my entire life. And um, she had this wonderful husband and, um, I took lessons at her home, out, uh, extra lessons besides the lessons at the conservatory. And so I got to know her husband a tiny bit, you know, like we'd say hi and stuff. So it was, it was going to be Valentine's Day and I had a lesson. And as I was leaving, I wished her and her husband a nice Valentine's Day. And she started to laugh a little bit and had a, and had a thought that I couldn't quite read in her mind. And then... Uh, and, and said, thank you. And I, and, and, you know, walked me out and I was, I had a French boyfriend at the time and I told him and he started laughing so hard. He said, you did not do that. And I should mention this, this woman, um, I don't know, you know, she's quite a bit older than I was at the time. Uh, so it wasn't, you know, like, it was like, you know, like, uh, not like an older sister, more like a, 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 a more like a, an aunt or maybe a grandmother. She so said, "You do not say that." And I said, "Of course I did." <laughs> Being nice, and he said, "You might as well have asked her if they use condoms." And I said, "What are you talking about? I would never, ever ask." her anything like that he said yes but you asked her you you said you saying happy valentine's day wishing her and her husband happy valentine's day was kind of putting yourself in their relationship that's why she had a funny reaction but because you're you and because you're american she didn't you know she just she just didn't say anything so that's my story that i always think of when i think of when i think of Happy Valentine's Day here. It's so funny. Even now, like this year on Valentine's Day, uh, I posted something on French is Beautiful, but now it feels sort of weird to me to say Happy Valentine's Day to everyone. But but then but then once all my friends in the States wake up and I start getting the Happy Valentine's Day messages, then I get really into the Happy Valentine's Day American style. And it's really fun. And I'm back in school again. And we're all giving each other Valentine's. Um, yeah. So, you know, it is really, really just something between lovers. The 
last thing I want to talk about, talking about love in, in France, this is actually something that I wasn't intending to talk about on this call, but I overheard a conversation last night that both uh, irritated me and also I loved. So I was having a glass of wine. If you are in my comprehensive class right now, this conversation happened uh, right where I was at the end of the video that I made for you guys. So um, there was this couple. I don't actually, I, I don't know if they're a couple. I don't think so. I hope not for her. Uh, there was this guy and this girl. Although I think she's, I think she can hold her own. I learned by the end of the conversation, which is part of why I love this conversation so much. She's French. He, I'm not sure. He's definitely lived in the States for a long time. He has a very American, he had a very American accent, but then there was something going on with the accent. I think he was like, I think he's Dutch, but he lived in the States for a long time. So just to like give cultural references there. Um, and I think they were on like a second or a third day. I don't know. There was definitely some sort of like an energy there and they didn't know each other that well because um, they weren't talking about like normal stuff, you know, like how was the work week and are you going to see your parents this weekend? It was more, it was about dating. That's what they were talking about. Which is also a funny thing. I remember that too, being on dates in the States. It's like we talk about talk about dating a lot. It's so weird. It's like la mise en abîme. La mise en abîme is like if you it's like those paintings of someone making a painting. It's like, why am I on a date talking about dating? I digress. So he was he brought up how sex has become uh, much less meaningful in general to people all over the world. Okay, okay, interesting. So obviously, and I was there alone. So obviously I started listening and she says, what? I love this girl. Cause she didn't get upset. I would have gotten upset. She just sort of stayed really calm and asked him questions and shared her opinion and took her time. And I couldn't see her face cause she was sitting like next to me. Um, but um, I could imagine in the tone of her voice, her kind of like, you know, maybe pursing her lips a little bit, like cocking her head, like interesting. And she said, I don't think that's true. And he said, no, it's true. It's really sad. Like, you know, for me, sex used to mean a lot more, but now, you know, it's just like meaningless for people and they meet on apps. And she said, you know, I don't think that's true because you would see a lot less people in relationships. And he says, yeah, but there's all these people now that are having these three threesomes and bringing people into their relationship for excitement. And she says, I'm not sure if there's all these people. I'm not sure if everyone is doing that. And he says, no, yeah, everyone's doing that. They need excitement. They need, you know. And, uh, and she said, well, you know, I don't know. I, I think, and she said, well, anyway, for, for me, I think that sex is a, uh, an important, oh, that's that word again, important, an important act. It's a significant act. It, that's something, something significant that you do with another person. And so then he starts to like, you know, understand her position. He's like, no, 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 I agree totally. And, you know, it used to be more meaningful for me. I'm just saying like, you know, because other, other people in general. 
And, um, and then he says something, and this is why I want to bring this up right now. He says, but you know, I mean, you know, he's like, come on. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, this is France. Like you guys have so much infidelity here. And she said, well, I mean, sometimes things don't work out and, you know, people might fall in love with other people, but we don't think that sex is meaningless. And I thought, oh, this is good. I forget this. I forget about this image that many people have of the French of being, you know, always, I mean, the guy said this, he's like, no, people are always cheating on each other. People aren't always cheating on each other. It is true uh, that you will hear about it a lot in the news here. You know, you'll see it a lot in movies. Um, But, you know, think about what I said at the top of this conversation about how French people are communicative about things that a lot of us uh, in, in the States are less communicative about. Well, that includes meeting someone else and falling in love with someone else. You know, obviously, uh, I think it's best to avoid hurting other people in this life as much as possible. I'm not saying that any of these things are okay. I'm just speaking from an objective standpoint here and saying that I have noticed more stories here about when that happens that, you know, people tell the other person. Of course, I also know of stories here. People are human where it's happened and they try and hide it. But um, I think that we might just have that image of French people simply because they talk about it more. And again, because they recognize love as a universal experience, they also recognize and respect desire as a very human, very carnal experience. And I think that, you know, this is why they're able to really... without overthinking or, you know, without uh, any sort of like uh, baggage creating analyses, they're able to separate love from desire, you know. And of course, ideally, you want to have both. And if you pick up, you know, a French magazine here at the kiosk, you know, that talks about love, you'll always see some sort of an article about like, you know, how to keep le désir, desire going again that's just that's part of human nature that's part of this this you know experience that we're all having but they have a lot of respect for desire and that it's a real thing and that it's an important thing and that um you know when when you feel desire or when desire calls you however however you see it if you see it as something that comes from you or something that comes from uh, the outside, uh, that it's something powerful. So that was fantastic last night to overhear this conversation. And I loved the way that this young French woman handled it. And, you know, and I would have felt the same way PS if, if it had been, um, you know, different, different genders in the scenario, if it had been, you know, a young woman expressing uh, what the guy expressed, you know, talking to a young man or two women or two men or whatever have you. I just loved the, I loved the, the topic. It was so timely. I loved the shared, very different perspectives. And I really loved the, the way this uh, Parisian woman handled herself because it was so, for me, just, uh, just um, 
representative of what I talked to you about a couple of weeks ago of, of about confidence, about knowing, knowing what you want and not being afraid to express it. You know, she was, again, I don't know what, I don't know what the backstory is with these two. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure they were on like a second or a third date. Um, but she just, you know, she had this, this suitor in front of her saying that, you know, love means less now, sex means less nowadays. And, and she said, well, not to me. Boom. I loved it. It was great. It was really lovely. And then I got to help her with her English a little bit in the end because I was eavesdropping. I felt so bad. But when she was trying to, because this is happening in English, when she was trying to express herself, she was looking, she kept saying, la sagesse. She couldn't find the word and she was trying to look it up on her phone and her phone was taking forever. And so I just leaned over and I said, what is that? She said, yes. <laughs> but it was awesome. It was really great. So the main thing that I've learned about uh dating since living in France, the thing that I've really taken away from it, the new perspective that I, that I've had, that I have is just that I think it's okay to not be afraid. It's okay to just dive in. Um, and it's also okay to not be looking so hard and, and trying so hard. It's okay to be, to be patient, to, to really know what you want, who, who you're looking, you know, who, to not to know who you're looking for, but to know who you're on the lookout for. And that, um, that's really beautiful and respectful to communicate how you feel about the other person, whether it's, you know, I have really, I really feel like I could fall in love with you or whether it's, you know what? You're awesome. We could be friends I think you're really attractive. We could be friends and we could keep hanging out, but I don't really think that we have enough in common to pretend to have a relationship. So, um, and I also just love this idea of, you know, love being like the sixth, the sixth element. And, um, you know, and that it has many, many shades and many, many sides to it. And it's something, um, I think one of the most beautiful things about love is that, you know, the, the easy and the sweet and the beautiful and the bitter and the tough, it's something that, that at some point, hopefully, we all know. And voila! So those are my thoughts. That's what I've learned. I'll still keep learning. And I love sharing. I think it's especially important to share, you know, these ideas and these stories because it's it's at least in my life, the only times I've made decisions where I wasn't true to myself is when I made some fear-based decisions. And um, I've been in relationships with some amazing people and I've dated some people that really, I don't know, we don't really have anything in common. And that's okay. You know, it's great to, it's, you know, human connection is important. Having fun is important. Connecting is important. But just, you know, if I look back on some of my whys, why I was doing it, it was, you know, just, it was maybe a defense mechanism or maybe, um, you know, just not having a lot of confidence at that point, wherever I was, but definitely, definitely all learning experiences. So I'm going to unmute everyone. You're welcome to, to share any thoughts, ask me any questions. Share any stories.
I see quite a few people from calling from France this time, which is really exciting to me. I think we actually have a few French people on the call. So if you'd like to say hi or bonjour or bonsoir, si vous êtes ici en France, you can just, just speak up and say your name and tell me where you're calling from. going to unmute, sorry, I'm going to mute everyone again. Merci d'être là. Thank you for being here for my, my share about love. I have an announcement about some new classes coming up um, for French, and then I also have a really exciting announcement about a lifestyle atelier coming up. So, be on the watch out for that. If you've enjoyed these calls, then you're really going to love this atelier. And I think that you will absolutely love the, the people that are going to be drawn to participate in it. So watch out for that. Je vous embrasse très, très fort. I send you a big, big kiss. Have a beautiful Sunday. If it's still Sunday where you are. Have a beautiful evening, une belle soirée, if it's evening, if you're here à Paris. If you're one of my Australians, you're probably reading the, you're listening to the recording during the week. Have a great, great week. And remember, someone in Paris loves you. À très bientôt. Ciao.